0: Welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. I'm Celestina, a chef, dietitian, and total foodie. Each week, I chat with another awesome RD so we can learn a bit more about how diverse our profession really is and how much we can benefit from collaborating with fellow RDs. So as dietitians or nutrition professionals, we probably got into this profession to help others in some way, shape, or form, or because I often hear, our own health issues. But what if that doesn't fill your cup anymore? What if you're like, oh, I still love the nutrition side of things, but the whole one-on-one client thing is not my jam. Well, that's actually what I think is really cool about being a dietitian or nutrition professional as a whole. Yes, we all have this really science-heavy nutrition-focused background, and we probably also have these other really cool skills that maybe we've accumulated along the way or purposefully skill-stacked so that we can do other things. And... As a whole, our field really lends itself to being able to use the other skills as well as our nutrition skills in a really cool way where we can weave both of those together and forge a new path for ourselves and create a business or discover jobs that reignite that initial passion that we had for this field. I see more and more dietitians doing this, and you probably do as well. I don't know about you, but like five and a half-ish years ago, even six when I started my business, like it wasn't common for dietitians in private practice to do anything but see clients one-to-one. And that shift over the last six years has been crazy cool to see. Not only the mass exodus from the typical long-term care, sniff and hospital settings, which truthfully is not ideal because dietitians are needed in every healthcare facility. So it's kind of a bummer that we're seeing a mass exodus for seemingly the grass is greener on the other side, private practice, but. I think it's really cool because then it gives us the opportunity to explore what does light us up. And maybe it still is a combination of clinical and one-to-one or some other skill that you've stacked as the years have progressed. Either way, anyway, it's very nice and very cool to be able to see this transition in our field, one towards where we can really hone in on what brings us joy, what lights us up within the very hyper niche down nutrition field, or take a combination of the skills that really light us up and create something completely new out of it. So this leads us into our chat today with Stephanie Long. She is a nutritionist turned business coach, helping fellow nutritionists launch their business using strategies that actually work so that they can have a thriving business. This all to say is have an open mind. I know RDs can be so (sighs) snippety, uppity, I don't know the word for it, but like very possessive of the letters that we have after our name. And I get it. We worked really fucking hard to get here, but that's also not to discredit the hard work that other nutrition professionals have put in to get the credentials that they have. No, do they have the same letters? But that's not the point. We all have a love of nutrition in different ways, and those different ways can help people tremendously, especially for working one on one with clients with our actual nutrition skills. But remember, as dietitians, as nutritionists, nutrition professionals, we can do so much more than just the one on one client stuff. And that's what we're here to talk about today. So please have an open mind and let's welcome Stephanie Long along for the chat. LOL, didn't mean to do that, but that happened. Long along, LOL. All right, into the chat. Stephanie, I am so excited that you're here today. What's up?
1: Not too much. I'm just starting my morning off and yeah, feel good to be chatting with you today. I'm excited.
0: Excellent. Well, let's dive into the three most important questions ever. So our listeners really get to know the things about you. You ready? Okay. (laughs) Yep. All right. One, what is your bucket list travel destination?
1: Oh well, before we hit record, we were talking about Italy and yeah. potential visits to Italy. and um, I feel like right now doing like a tour through Italy and eating all of the food yes. and having all the drinks is exactly what
0: I want right now. So that sounds that feels good. Magical and I yeah. would, <laughs> I feel that. I completely agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, then that leads perfectly into the next question. What is your favorite food of all time?
1: Ooh, a favorite food. Um, probably I would go with like a Thai curry. Mm.
0: Yeah. Any color in particular? Cause I feel like Thai has so many different colors to it. So it's so
1: true. I'm more of like a green curry. Like, like that's my go-to, but all of the curries I, I I was in Thailand once and I think I had curry like every day for
0: 30 days. Like
1: it was, (laughs) and then then I was a bit tired of it for a while, but I'm back (laughs) on the train. So
0: (laughs) yeah. I mean, I feel like with all the different like styles of curry, like yellow curry, red curry, orange yeah. curry, green curry, like they just taste so vastly different that you probably could yeah. have it for 30 days straight and yeah. still feel like you want more curry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Little variations of each one. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> okay. And then last question, maybe the most important of them all, mm-hmm. coffee or cocktails?
1: Oh, it depends what mood I'm in, but I probably have to go with coffee. Yeah.
0: Okay. With How coffee. do you take your coffee?
1: Um, so I live in Victoria in Canada and, um, they have something here called Africano, which I feel like is nowhere else in the world. It's basically Americano misto. So I'll usually do just like an an Americano with steamed milk, um, or sometimes I'll do oat milk and some honey. That's kind of my go-to yeah
0: okay I dig it that's that's hello west coast right yeah yeah it's super west coast got it got it got it I'm just trying to put that into perspective (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah, we're on like the tip so if you know Vancouver in Canada which is like on basically like the side of Canada on the coast I'm on an island beside Vancouver so it's called Vancouver Island yeah so we're like and we actually dip into the states so I'm as south as like Seattle basically oh wow Yeah. That's wild. Yeah.
0: What's funny is that like not knowing like, I guess the latitude, right? Latitude, Mm -hmm. climb the ladder. Yeah. Not knowing the latitude, I didn't realize that in Germany, we were like as far north almost as like Nova Scotia. Like it is insane. We're insanely far north here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it must get quite cold then.
0: Um, Not really. We didn't really get snow this year. We live in a like a river valley, so it stays pretty moderate, but it rains a lot. It's like the same weather as like the UK in the wintertime. And also here, we get a lot of rain, so I feel you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm wishing you a drier spring and drier summer. (laughs) Thank you. You too. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Well, now that we know basically everything about you and the way Mm. you take your coffee with honey, which sounds delightful, by the way. Really good. Let's learn a little bit about your holistic nutrition journey. Okay, guys, let's be Mm -hmm. real. This is a little bit different for the Dietitian Collaborative. But I want to have an open mind here. Like, we're all helping people in a way to kind of just explore nutrition, explore health in a way that's going to help them progress. So, let's have an open mind for the RDs out there who are like, "Ah, I don't know why you'd be doing that, but I'm just setting the preface. (laughs) So, I would love to know like your journey, like beginnings in the health and wellness world, in the health and wellness space.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I did an undergrad that had nothing to do with nutrition. I actually went to school for theater, funny enough. Um, That was always my passion growing up in high school and then um, really wanted to dig more into that in university. So when I graduated, I was like A little kind of uncertain what I was going to do with my theater degree. I was doing some community theater and and I should say I was more in like the design aspect. So I was a lighting designer at the time. And so I was really heavily kind of in that space, but I didn't know how I was going to make a career out of it. And at the same time, I was having a lot of health issues. So for the longest time, I've dealt with chronic migraines and bad digestion issues. And I kind of tried everything. I did the medical approach. I tried all of like the meds, the supplements, like everything to try to solve this. And I just couldn't put my finger, you know, I was doing MRIs for my migraines and I couldn't put my finger on what was going on.
0: Yeah.
1: and at that point, I started, um, I was living in downtown Toronto at the time. And um, I was living with a roommate who was like quite health conscious. And so Mm -hmm. we were eating like really healthy food, we were cooking all the time, food became like a really big staple in my life. And I started feeling a whole lot better. And then I kind of became the friend who was like telling other friends like, Hey, why don't you 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 know, you're not feeling so great. Why don't you try like this food out or you know, I've been feeling better. And I just became kind of that annoying friend who was like, (laughs) I've no place talking about like food or nutrition. And um, I was like, you know, I want to learn a little bit more. So I did, <clears throat> excuse me, at that point, decide to go back to nutrition school or to go to nutrition school. And I decided on a school in Canada called Canadian School of Natural Nutrition, yeah. which is like a year to two year program, quite in depth program. Like we do talk a lot about like root cause and we go in symptomatology. And um, it was a lot of learning about like different health conditions. But my takeaways from that were definitely, you know, how to help my own migraines, how to help my own digestion. And I felt a whole lot better, but I felt like it gave me a really good, like base level of nutrition and health. So when I graduated, I actually had no desire to start working with clients. It wasn't even on my radar, but like I mentioned prior, I was just one of those people who wanted to like share with all my friends all the yeah. information. <laughs> so I kind of then just decided, well, let's just give it a try. I'm going to pivot. I'm going to start working with one-on-one like nutrition clients as a holistic nutritionist. And that's what I did for a couple of years. I um, did like mostly one-on-one. I did a lot of like workshops um, in the city. I was, I had moved out of Toronto at this point and was living in Edmonton, which is in Alberta. I was doing um, lots of workshops, corporate wellness, and um, I was also at the time the school that I went to, CSNN, They needed a instructor to teach the business course. Now, this cool. is this is quite a pivot, so stick with me for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for I it. was in a new city. I wanted to be involved with the school, and I was also getting really passionate that like they didn't teach us anything about business. In school. So that first year being a holistic nutritionist, you know, trying to find out how can I get clients? Should I niche down? Do I just spend all my time on my website? And I I was honestly frustrated that the school didn't give us any kind of parameter for like what we should be focusing on. Yeah. So the school had an opening to teach business chorus, which is just like a three day course, like quite minimal. It's nothing, you know, too, too, um, big. And I just, was so passionate about sharing my knowledge that I asked, would I be able to teach this course? I don't know why yeah. I thought that I, <laughs> I was able to, but, um, I guess it's just part of my personality being more of that go-getter and, and to, wanted to challenge myself. Yeah. I thought, you know what, even if I don't know everything, I know more than what I was taught, you know, it was so base level. And now yeah. that I've been in this for a couple of years, so I started teaching the chorus and um, then my my business became half the time mentoring nutrition students and then um, with their business startup and half the time working with nutrition clients. And fast forward to 2017, I um, decided to actually go full time into business coaching because yeah. I loved it so much more. And then it was a shift because I kind of had to decide to like instead of helping the people, I was helping the helper. So -hmm. I had to, you know, kind of take the step back and be like, I'm still helping inadvertently. Like I'm not doing the helping, but yeah, I feel like it's been really rewarding to, you know, help hundreds of nutritionists start their business. And I do work with holistic nutritionists and dietitians and health coaches. So it's been, yeah, it's been a journey. So that was
0: my long winded story. (laughs) That was fairly short winded. I love that though. (laughs) Okay, there you go. So Okay. Let's let's kind of dissect some of this here. So I love that you said that you were at least like one to two steps ahead of the people that you were teaching. That mm-hmm. I think is gold right there, right? Like a lot of the times I see, at least in business, like people are scared to take that next step or do something or like create a course or like whatever it may be because they feel like they don't know enough. And even at that point in time, you were like, I know more than they do. Like that's awesome to be able to recognize that and take action on it. So I guess what was, what was maybe the impetus there? Like Mm. the need for, for wanting more? Yeah. Um, I
1: don't know. That's, that's an interesting question. I guess I've never (laughs) really thought about it, but I guess for me, I've always been a community person. I, I really love creating community and I just started kind of feeling like, the big thing that is happening, what I'm seeing is a lot of people are going to school, they're gaining knowledge, but they don't know how to transition it to actually like helping others with their health and people need help with their health. So, you know, if I can even just share in a messy way, what I know and what I've learned, then that's better than not them not knowing any of this information at all. Um, So naturally, like students in the class were like, hey, would you mind if we just like went for coffee and I could like pick your brain? I had a lot of pick your brain conversations (laughs) when I first got started, which was totally fine. So I probably did pick your brain sessions for like half a year. And then I did like a $200, like four hour session where I would like give them everything they could start their business. And then that developed into- Um, running workshops about starting your business. And now I have an online program for that. So I don't know if that really answers your question, but I guess I just like jumped into it and then it like spiraled into something way bigger than I ever expected.
0: Yeah. Isn't it crazy how that happens sometimes when, Mm -hmm. again, you're like one to two steps ahead of someone. And I actually experienced this when I started a mastermind, like just with some friends when I was Mm -hmm. living in New Mexico and me and this other guy were like, maybe three or four years into business with other people who were like just starting or maybe like a year yeah. or two in. And like, we didn't realize how much we knew. And like, mm. we took action on that by starting a podcast together. So it's really cool that you were able to take action based off of the questions that they were asking. And it was something so practical so that you knew like what all of those questions were and you were able to like kind of create a framework around it, which doesn't always happen like that, but I'm happy that you were able to like see it and like lean into it. So Yeah, I I get that it was just like a kind of a very like rudimentary, like intro course to this. But like, if you don't mind me asking, like, what did you guys cover?
1: Oh, so I think the coffee chats started out as more just like ask me anything questions. Yeah, And then when I started doing the like paid four hour sessions, I think honestly, I think it's very close to what I even teach in my online program right now. So I think it was like talking about like setting up your nutrition programs choosing like a focus for your business like a niche if possible I don't think I like really talked about it as much as I do now because back then I was helping a lot of people in the like in-person space and I didn't feel like it was as necessary as online you know it's just so noisy you need you know in my opinion to have like a more clear focus totally um and then i think we also talked about you know starting an email list and getting your website up and yeah, um, yeah just kind of like the basics of of business. And, um, I'll be honest. It wasn't like, like, it definitely was a bit of a framework, like, okay, we're going to talk about this and this and this. I think one thing that I've really seen help myself, um, or that's helped me in my business is that I'm willing to take like the messy action. yeah. Even if I didn't know exactly like step one, step two, step three, even if I just use step one, I was like, okay, let's try this. And then next time I run this workshop or I work with this person, then I'll probably be you know, more clear on step two. And then I kind of just kept adding to my repertoire from there and just like kept building my knowledge to, you know, get to the place now where I'm like, okay, I like have a very clear process
0: for how to help people. Girl, you are dropping some gold nuggets in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Embrace the messy. Like we might not, might, we probably won't get it right the first time. And like, yeah. I think the only way you can experience it, experience it is by doing it and that means leaning yeah. into the the weird, the uncomfortable, the messy, and then kind of restructuring as you go. And obviously you've been able to do that and turn it into a successful business. So that yeah. is super friggin' cool. Thank
1: you. <laughs> Thank you. It feels, yeah, it feels good. I always feel like a little bit of, um, hesitation when when I like go for example I was at a wedding this weekend and people are like what do you do and I'm like well let me tell you the backstory I started <laughs> as a nutritionist now I do business coaching for nutritionists because I just sometimes I feel like people might think that's like a weird inauthentic thing to just be like I, I do business coaching for nutritionists like yeah. how did I kind of land on that and it's like I, I honestly didn't even mean to but once it started spiraling and happening I was like so clear that this felt like the right fit, like the right puzzle piece fit where nutrition felt like something I needed personally, Mm -hmm. you know, to get me, you know, feeling better and to help, you know, those clients that I helped at the beginning, but it wasn't like the perfect fit. So it's really nice to kind of like find that thing that really feels good to me. And, you know, I I do try to help my clients find that as well, because you don't want to be going into a business where you're like kind of only like one foot in, right? Or half excited about yeah. it. like people feel that they want to feel like that you are really connected to what you're teaching or what you're helping them with.
0: Yeah. I think seeing it, seeing it as nutrition was a stepping stone to like getting where you're at is yeah. probably, I don't know, probably like the the best way to kind of wrap that around. Right. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't, it wasn't something that like you're not using anymore because you still have that knowledge, whether it be for you or when you're relating to the health professionals that you're working with, you know? So like, I think it was just a stepping stone. Like that's how I'm seeing it. And Mm -hmm. now you're able to just live, be, work in more of a fuller alignment, still helping people on a different level and still feeling that like, I'm assuming like gratitude and like just love for what you're doing.
1: Yeah. It's so fun because when I'm in session, like one thing that I really work on with um, even my one-on-one like clients when we're building their business is coming up with their nutrition program framework. Yeah, and it's so fun for me because I'm like talking about hormones in one session, talking about digestion in another session, talking about fibromyalgia in another session, and it's like. Wow, there's so much diversity here. And yeah, it's just been really fun to be able to learn, you know, from so many different people with so many different backgrounds and really see how they're using their knowledge in the world and coming up with different program ideas and things like that. So yeah, it's been, it's been really, really
0: fun. So now that you've seen your business grow and kind of pivot and change in so many different ways, is there I guess, a particular time that you like to work with RDs? Like, do you like Mm. them like when they're fresh starting their business or in business a couple of years? Like, what's your sweet spot?
1: I'd probably say the sweet spot that I've now like really honed in on um, is like people, I want to say students, but like kind of like near graduation students um, to like new grads probably up to about like two years in business. But two years in business, someone could be like, already like really established and really moving fast. Uh, I'm probably my sweet spots more for like the person who's been spinning their wheels yeah. for the last year or two. Um, you know, they've graduated and they're like just really trying everything out, but they're not making ton of progress. So yeah, kind of like the, where I was when I first started. So I find I'm working with a lot of more like newbie nutritionists or yeah. RDs, and, um, yeah, really helping them to like get the foundation of their business down and then help with the confidence piece. Cause I mean, that's always popping up in business. I totally. think, you know, all of the mindset stuff, but especially when you get started, it's really just, you know, like, can I do this? Am I, you know, what, how much do I know? Kind of like we talked about before, you know, I'm only at step one, you know, how much can I really help somebody and yeah. really just like building that muscle to say, no, you have to get started. And and the more you learn in session with a client, the more you can help the next client. So, you know, you're only going to learn and grow if you're doing right. It's not going to happen sitting on the sidelines.
0: Yeah. I love that. And that comes from experience, right? Like that comes from you being able to show them like, Hey, yeah, it might be hard, but like, once you get through this like little rough patch and you get this flow, it just, it escalates from there and it just feels so good. Like when you're continuously in that flow, I call it your genius zone. And I feel Mm. like you've found it. Right. So like, Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a little, a little rant real quick. Go for it. Yeah. (laughs) Your zone of excellence being like the nutrition aspect of things that you learned, but -hmm. this is something that sounds a little bit more innate to you, right? Like connecting with humans on this level and having these conversations and being able to like, bring the best out of them. Sounds like Mm -hmm. something that's like innate in you that could not have been learned. So that's your freaking genius zone. And you just happen to do it through a medium of nutrition. So I freaking love it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love that too. That reminds me of, um, I don't know if you've read the book, The Big Leap. Uh, Gay Hendricks. Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. he talks a lot about, um, the, the zone of genius zone of excellence. And I read that very early on in my business Oh yeah, when, when a lot of the mindset stuff was happening and, and was like, okay, right. Like, you know, a lot of business, what I learned and I'm continuously learning is like me against me. It's not me against all of these other practitioners or all of these other business coaches, it's me against me. And I'm, you know, I'm stopping myself or I'm helping myself grow. So how can I work on myself as the main thing? Because if I'm not able energetically, you know, maybe I don't have the energy, I'm tired, I'm sick, I'm not in the right headspace and I can't show up for my work. Well, then my business doesn't make money. There's no business, right? I am the business. So it's really like challenging myself to kind of keep growing and keep, um, the ante, you know, every time I'm like, you know, feel like I hit a wall. Okay. How can I overcome that and go to the next step?
0: Yeah. And I feel like sometimes you hit a wall because it's too much. Right. So like, Mm. I think it's also maybe knowing like if it's time to like climb and scale the wall or time to like chill and maybe, maybe tomorrow we'll scale the wall.
1: (laughs) Totally. Or maybe it's not the right wall to climb. Right. Like maybe there's a reason why this thing isn't working out. Yeah. I'm kind of going through that right now. Um, not to get like, too much into my business, (laughs) but personally, like I, um, I have this program called launch your nutrition biz. That's been like my flagship program. I've really like, you know, dug into that and perfected it over the last couple of years and have had hundreds of students go through it. And I've been feeling this kind of like pull to do more like a market your nutrition biz and kind of for like you asked, you know, who's your kind of ideal person to work with. I'm like starting to think maybe I should shift it to kind of the next step person, But I keep hitting walls and I keep being like, okay, no, 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 but this should work, but this should work. And I'm kind of coming to this realization of like, maybe it's not the wall to climb. Yeah. um, Exactly. Like you said. And, and, you know, I have something really good going on over here. And why am I trying to mix that up when something is really working? And I think that, I mean, I'm not sure if you agree, but I think that just happens so much in business where it's like, oh, I should try something new or everyone else is doing this other thing, right? I should try a membership or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I think what I'm learning over and over is like, it's not about more, it's about less and doing the thing, the the less thing, like even more, if that makes sense. Like putting all of your energy into that one thing that's working really well versus spreading your time through like five things or five different projects. So yeah, I'm definitely going through that myself right now. <laughs> Girl, you were preaching
0: experience. to the, the person who is not about following other people's blueprints. So mm. I feel you a hundred percent there. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Or you get so caught up in it, right. And feeling like you should be doing what the other dietitian you see is doing or the other nutritionist or, you know, something's working for them and you try it and it doesn't work for you and you wonder what's wrong with you. And sometimes it's just not. We're not all built the same to do the same things.
0: Preach, preach, get on that soapbox (laughs) and preach. Yes, (laughs) do 100%. I literally agreed with that entire statement. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love this. All right. So as we kind of wind down here, Mm -hmm. what kind of nutrition professionals, RDs, anyone of that scope, who do you love to collaborate with? Hmm. Yeah. I mean,
1: I guess for the most part, I've been collaborating with a lot of other like dietitian business coaches or nutrition business coaches. I have my own podcast. It's called next level nutrition biz. And, um, I love to collaborate with like people coming on. I also love to just have, um, like nutritionists or RDs come on to talk about their business. So it doesn't even have to be like that. You're a coach and you have all of the like tools and skills to like run a successful business. I love just like connecting with and and, um, featuring people who are like in it Um, Because what I find is those are actually the episodes that do the best on my podcast because other nutritionists want to know what other nutritionists are doing. It's like that whole like, you know, you know, what's your, um, you know, those videos on like TikTok or YouTube, like the morning routine videos or what's in your fridge or any of those things. Like we just are so curious as human beings. So I find that so much of my audience loves just knowing what other nutritionists or dietitians are doing. So yeah, that's probably who I collaborate with the most. And and I would say mostly through my podcast. Cool.
0: I love Mm -hmm. it. And I also love that you have the mindset to have other coaches on as well, right? Like Mm -hmm. that takes an abundance mindset, an abundance mindset from both of you. And that also takes like confidence and security in who you are to be able to offer that space to other people who are doing something similar to you. So love that. Thank you.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. I think it's all about community. I'm, I've always been a fan of community over competition. There's enough, unfortunately, there's enough people that need our help. You yeah. know, there's a lot of problems out there that need to be solved, which is, you know, good for those of us that have the skill set to help people with those problems. Um, and somebody's going to resonate with me, and another person might not resonate with me. So there needs to be enough of us out there you know, so those, so the people who need help can find
0: the right fit for them. So I literally yeah. posted that today on Instagram. I, it was breathe in, breathe out. Yeah. Like there is more than enough space and more than enough people for all of us. People work with people. I that. Yes.
1: <laughs> I love that so much. I feel like we're on the same page here. So, oh, 100%. so great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So if other RDs and other nutrition professionals want to reach out to you, where's the best place to do that? Where can they find you, Stephanie?
1: Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, stephanielong.ca. That's also the handle for or the URL for my website, stephanielong.ca. Or you can check out Next Level Nutrition Biz podcast I have on dietitian business coaches, nutrition business coaches, nutritionists, RDs. It's for everybody. So um, if you're more in like the startup to like one to two year phase of your business, like we talked about,
0: that's probably a good um, podcast for you to listen to. Awesome. I feel like I need to recommend that to my intern now so she can get a different perspective on the things. So
1: yeah, we'll be sending her your way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let me know how, how it applies, you know, especially I'm, I'm very open-minded to making sure that dietitians, you know, feel inclusive in the podcast and and that it's the right content for them as well. So any feedback is good feedback. So thank you. (laughs)
0: Awesome. Stephanie, it's been a pleasure. I'm so happy that we had this chat today.
1: Yeah, me too. Thank you for having me. This was fun.
0: Ciao. Open-mindedness. I'm happy that you kept an open mind throughout this episode. I think it really is cool to have conversations with fellow business professionals who, regardless of credentials at the end of their name, we all have very similar struggles, right? Like it can be really challenging and feel really lonely initially when we're getting our businesses off the ground. And having someone to guide you in some of those early steps along the way, I know I found really important. Granted, did I choose the right person to do that? No. No three times, which is a lot of money out the window, but when you find the person you vibe with, genuinely vibe with, don't rush this process, it can be extremely helpful to get the couple of steps you need and the support you need when you're like in the midst of starting your business. So let's do a quick recap. One, you just have to be one to two steps ahead of who you want to help. Two, embrace the messy action. You may not get it right the first time, but do something. Three, your business isn't against you. You can allow yourself the space to grow or you can hold yourself back. It's totally up to you. Alrighty, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode, this chat with Stephanie Long. I would love to hear feedback from you. So what do you guys love about these conversation episodes. Do you like hearing their journeys? Do you like hearing the knowledge and wisdom that they drop? I try and make that a little bit more conversational rather than just like, okay, drop your knowledge and wisdom, but let me know what you like. I'm always down for a good chat on Instagram. So tell me if this resonates. I'm always here for it. All right, guys, until next week when I have the queen of the dietitian side hustle on Miss Katie Dodd RDN, I'm really excited to allow Katie the space to share her story cause it's really cool. And I think this shows you that you can stay in the clinical space for as long as you need to feel safe to take that big scary leap into private practice and how that looks for you. So until next week, when we will be chatting with Katie, remember that I got a bunch of stuff coming up. So check out the links below for upcoming roundtables. In keeping with my design, I don't have exact dates for roundtables, but I know that when the time is right, the people will be there. So please express your interest. Let me know if that is something that you need in your life and I will ensure that the people are there to support you along that journey. Second, check down below in the show notes for more info on the New York City Summit and Social coming up in January. And lastly, if you want details on the Valencia Retreat Yourself, hit that up in the show notes as well. All of the details are there. That is from the 1st through the 6th of May next year. All right, guys, until next week.